Hello and welcome to the Head Smart podcast with me, Kate Guest, as I share with you how being head smart rather than head full is a much better and easier way to live. I'll be sharing the interesting knowledge and research I've learned along the way on my own personal journey and how I use this to help the people I work with now. With simple head hacks to change how you think and feel, researched based information from the world of neuroscience, interviews with peers from a variety of backgrounds and essentially a lot of laughter, a key ingredient to a positive mindset, this podcast is designed with you in mind. In this episode of the Head Smart Podcast, I'm going to be talking about imposter syndrome. Is it real? Is it a concept that we should challenge? I'll also be talking about the opposite end, and that's the Dunning-Kruger effect. If you'd like to listen to more of this to find out whether you think you've got imposter syndrome and is it real, then please do listen on. You can head over to my website, kate-guest.co.uk after the podcast to take advantage of the free anxiety release and sleep ebooks and audios. So imposter syndrome is a phrase I've never liked and I've never bought into it um, not for all the years that I've been hearing it, even though I have colleagues who lecture as experts on the imposter syndrome, I am going to stick my neck out and I'm going to challenge that in this podcast. Now, there is new research that suggests if you think you have imposter syndrome, have a look at it this way. Are you a very diligent person? Do you pay attention to detail? Do you really care about what you do, whether it's the work you do or your behavior, the people that you're with? Are you very thorough, very meticulous? Would you call these attributes? Because I certainly would. So if you think you have imposter syndrome, I'd like you to rethink that and think about what I've just said. Do you have all of these wonderful qualities, these attributes that are actually really, really useful? What can be the issue is that because you are being so meticulous, so thorough, you can put perhaps unnecessary pressure on yourself. So that's the thing I'd like you to really think about for your emotional well-being. Do you really need to push yourself that far? Are you being too hard on yourself? So, for example, and I may have mentioned this before, and I'm not going to apologize. My ability with technology is pretty, pretty poor. And yet... I keep on having a go and doing things. This podcast, I still don't have the audio exactly as I would like it to be. I still keep buying things, getting things, trying things. It's still not quite as I'd like it to be. However, a podcast done is better than a podcast not yet done because I don't have everything absolutely perfect. And even though some people may comment on the quality of the sound, some people don't, then I'm still going to carry on and it will get better and better. And I was talking to a friend only yesterday and she was talking about an interview with Tim Ferriss. And he was saying that he had uh, done a recording in his very early days. It's a fantastic interview he wanted to do in the recording. And the recording machine didn't work. He lost this valuable piece of this interview. What he did learn is that when he went out again and ever more, he would take backup items like backup recording material, uh, backup apparatus, Uh, batteries things like that you have to you have to get things wrong 
to get things right. So again, going back to that imposter syndrome, is it useful to think of it that way? Or is it better to think, I can't get everything right all the time? Like that lovely phrase, we can please some of the people some of the time, but never all of the people all of the time. We're never going to always get it right. And yet, if we want to, and we are usually meticulous, thorough, we are going to do the absolute best that we can. So yeah, let's look at that, that actual word syndrome. Do you want to think of having a syndrome or do you want to think about having qualities? So let's think about syndrome as a label. Now, my lovely friend, Paula Royal, I have to credit her with this phrase. Labels are for tins. Yeah. If you're wearing a label, labels are for tins. They're for your baked beans and your spam or whatever we eat nowadays. They are not for Spam? Who eats spam nowadays? Actually, some people still do. That's going right back to the 1970s and beyond. Labels are for tins. If you are wearing a label, it could be the label that says, I am anxious, I am a smoker, I am dot, 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 fill in the blank. Take that label off. You don't need to wear it. So going back to imposter syndrome label, if you're wearing that label, if you're wearing the T-shirt, oh, my goodness, take it off. Throw it away. Put something new, fresh and clean on. Put the new T-shirt on that says, I am very thorough in what I do. I discharge my duty of care to whoever I'm looking after or to my work in such a really thorough way. That's amazing. That's fantastic. Wear that instead. And that leads me on to the Dunning-Kruger effect. Okay, that's the opposite of this. Now, the Dunning-Kruger is when... We think we know something, but actually we don't. So if I was to do this podcast saying, oh, I know this and I'm fantastic and I'm wonderful. And I've got everything absolutely spot on and there's nothing here to query. And some people do show up like that, unfortunately. Well, I'm, I'm going to come crashing down at some point, aren't I? But these people that have this Dunning-Kruger effect, they are this, have this blissful unawareness that they're actually not as good as they think they are. Now, we often see this in plays, comedies. I'm sure if you think about somebody right now, you might even have a friend, a colleague or, or a relative in mind, somebody who thinks they always know everything, but actually they don't. And quite often, these are the people we want to spend less time with, have less of these people in our lives and others. So it's quite sad for them. Of course, it could be quite dangerous because if somebody is blissfully unaware, ignorant in the true sense of the word, whatever it might be, they could do something harmful, something dangerous, because they're not paying enough attention to something because they think they already know it. They don't need to be told. Don't tell me that. I know what I'm talking about. I know how to do this. And of course, if you say it was a safety issue, that could be very, very dangerous. So I'd like you to think about the, the two different sides of that coin. Are you the person who feels that they aren't up to the job, even though they're actually producing a fantastic job or, or service? Or are you or do you know somebody who is just not paying enough attention to detail, but thinks they've got everything covered? But let's go back to the imposter syndrome in particular. And as I say, let, let's, let's drop those words. Let's not use them. So what evidence do you have to support or refute that, those two words for yourself. So when you think about it, is it simply a lack of confidence that you have? 
Because I would suggest that that's exactly what it is. So people who are good at what they do, who do show up in a really good way, that are just simply not confident, they won't appreciate that. And, and you know what happens if somebody else says to us, oh, you were fantastic, that was amazing. Most of the time, people will be saying this genuinely and they will mean it. There may be times when there's a little bit of sucking up. Yeah, we've got to take that on board as well. However, take those compliments, take those comments, by all means, question, think about them. But for something like this, if I, if I do a podcast, I will go back and listen to it. And quite often, this is the interesting thing for me, as I'm doing the podcast, I'm thinking, oh, you fluffed that line. You didn't mean to say that. Oh, Kate, you've, you've gone and got stuck on something or you've, you've gone on, off on a tangent again. And yet when I've listened back and I've thought, do you know what? That's OK. This is the odd thing there. But people listening to me, they may not think that. They may not realise I fluffed something up because that was in my head. They may not realise I've even gone off on a tangent or they're following that tangent because they want to hear what it is that I've got to say. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's absolutely fine. The important thing is that I am delivering this podcast to you right now in the best way that I can, showing up as the best version of me that I can be on this lovely sunny, sunny, sunny Saturday morning in March 2022. So this is going to be a short podcast, as some of them are. I want to leave you with these thoughts. If you think you have got imposter syndrome, please, please, please question that. Challenge it. Have a look at the qualities. Go and ask somebody else. Go and ask somebody else, somebody that you know and like and trust that can be really honest with you and say, is it really, you know, am, am I really like this or like this? How do you find me? What? Just get other people's opinions. And of course, yes, other people's opinions will differ and they could be a little bit biased. But if you can find somebody that you know, like and trust and they can be honest, then listen to what they have to say and rejoice in your qualities and allow yourself to be confident. Sometimes we just don't allow ourselves to be confident. And there is something I've just remembered I wanted to say in this. You see, nothing's perfect. It's just popped into my mind. My dad's phrase. Now, it's interesting. My dad would say, blow your own trumpet because nobody else will do it for you. So that's what I mean about being confident. Not the Dunning-Kruger side of it. Just be, oh, yeah, I'm fantastic but without any thought. You do need to speak up to other people and to yourself when you've done something well. So it's, it's things like um, my my uh, my work, what I'm doing. Only this week, I was talking to somebody who had been referred to me by a few other couple of other people that they knew. And the quotes from the other people were that the work I had done with them had been life changing. This person said, Kate, they are raving about you. And I'm like, wow, I want to share with this with the world. However, because I think it's pretty typically British, we're told, you you know, don't speak up and, and don't sound arrogant. We don't blow our own trumpets. However, this is somebody else talking about me. So I'm going to share that. I'm going to go, thank you for that. I'm going to take that and I'm going to share it because I'm very proud of what I do. And I'm very proud of all my clients that get all these amazing, amazing results. So to use dad's phrase, blow your own trumpet and blow it loudly and blow it proudly. 
So I'm going to leave you with those words and I look forward to speaking to you. And or do if you have any questions or comments from these podcasts, do do send them to me. The details come up in the podcast. So do let me know anything you want to. Maybe you've got something you'd like to share yourself. Maybe you thought you had imposter syndrome, but you've moved away from that label as well and successfully done so. I'd love to hear from you. So I'm going to leave you with that now and enjoy your day, your week and take care. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Head Smart with me, Kate Guest. And why not pop over to iTunes and leave a rating? I'd love to know what you think and how this has helped you. And you can find out more about me and the work I do on my website, kate-guest.co.uk. Have a Head Smart week and do join me again on the next Head Smart podcast.